You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel, where you podcast. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel, where you podcast. Taste my esteemed pleasure to have one. Man, this is going to be an awesome, awesome episode, an incredible episode, because about a dear, wonderful, iconic actress, Miss Valerie Perrine. We're going to talk to Mr. Stacy Souther. How are you today? Hey, buddy. How are you? Good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. And man, I'm excited about this one, you know, because you know we both think the world of Valerie. So this is an awesome, awesome episode for us, and I really appreciate that we get to show some love and appreciation to Miss Valerie Brian. Hey, that's what it's all about. It's Valerie's world. We're just here to worship her. That's what I'd like to just say. <laughs> and I, and I, I, we do, we we do our best. <laughs> yep. You know, so, so so do me a favor, my friend. Tell me a little bit about um, how you got involved in this project with this very iconic actress. And you know, but first, before you do that, tell us a little bit about Miss Valerie Perrine. Well, Valerie Perrine. Um, wow, there's where do I start with her? Uh, uh, Valerie and I have been uh, really close friends for uh, I'd say well since 2006. And she's like a mother to me. We we have that sort of a relationship. And, um, you know, we met Walking Dogs way back when. We can get into that story uh, later if you want. Right, right, right. Uh, but, yeah, we, ju- we just became, uh, we're really, really close. And, um, as you know, she has Parkinson's disease. And what happened was she wanted to do a book for years, and it just wasn't quite happening, you know, it was kind of on the back burner, and then uh, because of this uh, disease coming into her life, uh, she was going to have brain surgery, and and I'd also always said, I was like, somebody needs to do a documentary about you, I've seen that for years, and this is before streaming was even a thing, it wasn't even invented yet, you know, so uh, documentaries weren't uh, where they are now. So anyway, she was going to have brain surgery, and at that moment, I knew I had to, I had to get that on film. So I started shooting. I shot this whole brain surgery thing, and that was what got the ball rolling uh, initially for the documentary. I hope that wasn't too long of an answer. No, that that's great, brother. No, no apologies here at all. This is this is this is Lifebox Media. You say what you want. Um, and here's the thing: for people who don't realize, you know. Miss Valerie Perrine goes all the way back to movies like Slaughterhouse Five, which was way back in the set early seventies. I happen to remember the film. <clears throat> to did many things along the way, Love Story and, and W. C. Fields and Me, and, and and many different things over the years. And she was originally a Las Vegas showgirl. And correct me yes. if I'm wrong. Any time in here, if I paraphrase and get off beat or whatever, but and pardon my voice, I'm still getting over this laryngitis thing. But I wasn't missing this show for nothing. Uh, improper English on purpose Um, so anyway so I mean to I mean to everything that she could do that she just I think she just encapsulated the world the world just kind of fell in love with her oh 100% and like you said the the Vegas showgirl thing I mean here's the thing about Valerie I mean she's lived a life that I mean if if any of us could have 5% of the life she's lived we would die happy that would be like winning the lottery to us. But she's, you know, she was raised in Japan from the age of uh, like uh, three to seven because her right. father was sent there to help rebuild the Japanese economy after World War II. 
the emperor came 400 miles to see her dance because she was uh, a Shinto dancer, you know, the black wig yes. and the white makeup. And they paraded her around the streets of Japan. You know, and then she was, in, you know, in the 60s, uh, she became a showgirl in Vegas, which that was the golden age of Vegas. You know, that was the playground of Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin right. and Sammy Davis Jr. And then, you know, then in the 70s, she, 70s, she becomes this huge movie star. And it's literally during the last decade of true glitz and glamour and excess in the movie industry. I mean, I can get into, you know, we'll get into it, but, you know, when uh, how she became, how she, she fell into being an actress. She wasn't trying to be an actress. She literally, it's one of those, she was literally discovered at a party. Right. And here's the thing, and for people to go back, you know, because the superhero movies are hot and again now, you go back to Christopher Reeve and Superman. Yes. This girl's going on there, Miss Toss, uh, Tessmacher. I killed a name. Help me out here, brother. Tessmacher. Tessmacher. Man, I just couldn't get that. I just tripped over my own tongue. Thank you. So anyway, so she's Miss Tessmacher, and all of a sudden, boom. And this charisma is on the screen. And, 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 her, and her acting ability, because she's an Academy Award winning nominee, Academy Award nominee, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, she she's nominated for the Oscar and she won Cannes and Cannes, the BAFTA, and like everything you could win that year, she won except the Oscar, and that was all for Lenny. Right, and and, and and again, amazing. Then you fast forward this, and you have the girl on the heel side, this Tessmacher, and all of a sudden, everybody just falls in love with her, and she's got heart. She's got she can be a heel, she can be in between. She has passion, and. Enough that, uh, man, I don't, I don't think there was a, a, a guy or a girl that didn't either a didn't want to him to be her girl, her to be her girlfriend, or, or or her to be like her. I mean, she she was the girls wanted to be like her, and the guys wanted to to date her. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, just an absolute. You know, one of my funniest, greatest uh, cameos I think she ever did actually was uh, when she did a Cannonball Run. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and, that, and that, that's pretty iconic. And, and uh, I loved it because she was a female cop who pulls over Adrian Barbeau. And, yep, and, and 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 that's great. And go look it up, fans. But I mean, you know, and in movies like Can't Stop the Music and all these great things. But you know, looking at everything she's done in her career, she was on everything. She was on every magazine. She was on every television talk show. Back in the day, Merv Griffin, Mike Douglas, uh, everybody who was a star, she was on. Yeah. I can't believe just the, like you said, 5% of of her career. So, you know, to, to look at this now. Of, of, of her life. 5% of her life. Yes, I mean, yes. she's lived like the most incredible, I mean, literally, it, it is something that, a novel would be written about. I mean, you, you can't, it, this literally, it's like she sprang from a writer's mind and they put her in all these situations, but it's all true and it all happened. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Right. And, and, and it's funny because you can go to the tongue in cheek comedy parts that she's done to the serious acting, to the, to the, to the drama, to the, even doing guest stars on television appearances to ER and shows like that to all over the place. Not many people, especially then, could float like that and get away with it without being, oh, now you're doing the small screen. Now we can't do movies. Or you know, She was all over the place. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And, uh, you know, she was, 
she was at she was at the very end of the studio system because she when she got slaughterhouse uh, I'll, I'll 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 tell you the story really quickly okay. but uh you know she left vegas and because uh, she was there maybe like eight years or something and she was you know burn out on vegas in the showgirl world because that's you know it looks like it's really easy you know you're just kind of like going around stage but you know that that it's grueling and those girls get no time off and it was really really uh tough there's not it's not glamorous like it looks on on the surface and a 50 but pound costume and a 50 pound costume oh oh yeah i mean the thing is you see uh i mean the girls from back then you look at those girls now i mean the ones that are still around they usually all have some sort of like like uh, knee issues, you know, their, their bones. It's like they were professional athletes, you know, because right. they would, it was really tough on their bodies. Excuse me, I don't interrupt you. If, if, if you doubt sure. this, the old joke in the I Love Lucy with her trying to be the girl up there on Showgirl up on stage and her falling all over, that's for real. That's really how those costumes are that heavy. So you imagine doing that several times a day for eight years. Oh yeah, and then the head pieces. I mean, right. good lord, those things. But um, yeah. So she was, you know, um, and you've seen the documentary, so I don't want to give it away. But some stuff happened in Vegas. Right. Some uh, some unfortunate events that affected Valerie, and she was just done with Vegas. So somebody said you should go to Hollywood and try to get into commercials. You're really pretty. You could probably make some really good money. So she went to Hollywood, broke, and. I, you know, I think she was even on food stamps and, you know, she was, she was literally had no money and right. she went to a party, like a, when I say a party, like a small dinner party of like six people, she was on the phone, uh, talking to a boyfriend and she was really funny and sharp and just quick witted and, you know, yes, she uh, <laughs> just this thing, you know, just amazing. And there was an agent there and he's like, who is that girl? And they said, that's Valerie. And he went up to her. And he said, are you an actress? She said, no. He said, would you like to be? She was like, sure, <laughs> sure, whatever. And he's like, do you have any pictures? And Valerie said, the only pictures I have are, are topless from Vegas. <laughs> he took some of those, took them to the head of casting at Universal Studios, Monique James, because they couldn't find it. They were trying to find a girl for Slaughterhouse Five, and they couldn't find anybody that was fit the role, that was perfect, you know? And so... Um, Monique had a, had a toothache. She was taking all these photos with her to the dentist office, uh, where she could keep working while she was getting whatever done to her tooth. She comes across Valerie's picture. The guy sitting next to her in the waiting room literally goes, "Who the hell is that?" <laughs> she said, "Exactly." And they called Valerie in for an audition. And you were supposed to wear a two-piece bathing suit because if you've seen Slaughterhouse Five, you know the characters. <laughs> And, and you've seen it. Um, the, the character is topless through half of you know half of her part of the movie. Right. And Valerie didn't have a two-piece bathing suit. She had been in you know in the south of France for like six months before this, and it was topless beaches. So what she she had with her a piece of Vegas gear. So she had one of those costumes. So the boobs were like cut out. Right. She she wore that in. Did the audition, you know, and either girls were shy or they were, you know, sticking their chests out. And Valerie was so used to being topless, like, it didn't bother her. She could just, like, chat with you and not even be aware that she yeah, was topless. Exactly. And, and uh, her audition was horrible because uh, one of the producers or somebody was wanting their, their girlfriend to get the part. 
So they they were giving bad direction to all the actresses. But George Roy Hill saw her audition, and he just saw something in her, and that's how she got the part. And I mean, I mean, crazy. I mean, like literally, the first day she's on set, the sound bell rings. Can I say a bad word on here? Yeah, go ahead, brother. Shoot. Okay, <laughs> just wanted to make sure. Um, you know, the sound bell rings. She's like, "What the fuck was that?" That's valid. She had no idea how the, <laughs> how it worked, you know. But right. within literally, like within a couple of days, Universal watched her and they they offered her a seven year contract with Universal. So that started her career. That's how she ended up in the movie. And literally, she'd never had an acting class, and they 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 forbid her to go to any class. They're like, don't, you cannot go to a class. You don't, you, you have something natural. If you go to somebody, they're going to, they're going to get self-conscious or tell you something and you'll get in your head. So, and so she didn't. And everything you see her do, that's all from who she is. That's her, her own instinct. Literally, you can, she could have the heaviest scene like in five minutes. And right before that, she'll be, she could be, Dancing around, being goofy, you know, playing Scrabble, like just having, you know, living her best life. You give her two minutes before she's going to do the scene and she'll think of something that's happened in her life and use that. And then she she can, you know, she'll be, you know, crying her heart out and, within, you know, in two minutes later. And then when that's over, go back to being, you know, being, uh, having fun and being goofy and the whole thing. She's, she's incredible. Uh, you know, it's funny, you know, you say back to the studio days, you know, and obviously she worked with Burt Reynolds, who was, who was a dear friend. Burt Sitter said those were those days were the last part of hanging on to the studios. And she kind of got that uh, grandfathered in contract almost like of, of kind of yeah. coming in and, you know, before things started changing over in the 80s and, and much differently. But I think it was Valerie came in at a, at a great time. And with her charm and being uninhibited and, and not having any bad habits of Hollywood per se, yep. you know, and and I mean this with love. So when Valerie hears this, she, I, I know she knows. I mean this with love. She's a straight shooter, man. She fires away. So oh yeah, you know she says whatever's what what's on her mind. She'll say it, no filter. Yeah, and, she'll. And that, that's do why the whole that's why I always loved her. <laughs> I mean, you know, but yeah. I mean, but that you know. All, and, and saying that like that is not being ignorant. Saying that it's meaning being that she just, hey man, look, it's it's this, but also has the kindest heart in the world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she also is a person who there was nobody like her, especially at that time. Like, uh, you know, again, she said what was on her mind. She she was very free spirited. She did what she wanted to do. She didn't. She date. You know, she had. You know, all these. Uh, you know. You know, she dated all these different, you know, uh, famous men or rich men. She did those things, but she didn't need a man. Right. Like she, she was very self-sufficient. She was, she could do whatever she was. She was, she was a trailblazer. She, you know, I don't, you, I, I know you know about this, but there was, she did a thing. It was like the second thing she did. There was a, a thing on PBS. It was a play. So they, they, but they shot it as, you know, as like a, uh, like a, a little movie. Right. It's called Steam Bath by Bruce J. Friedman and Bill Bixby's in it. We all love Bill Bixby. Yeah. And um, it, it's this, it's, it's this whole thing about it's supposed to be heaven, but it takes place in a steam bath, and and it's kind of crazy. But Valerie, she, you know, she's uh, she she's 
topless. She has a towel on, but then she gets she gets under a shower thing and t- does a shower, and she turns just enough where you see her 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 breast, and she became the first woman uh, to expose her breast on American television. Like nobody would do anything like that. She, you know, she was just such a, a trailblazer. I mean, for in so many avenues, but like, you know, nineteen seventy three to to be topless on TV. Yeah, that was unheard like, that of. That was unheard right? of. Yeah, that was unheard yeah. of. Yeah, and, and, but see, the thing of it is, though, is that I think the idea, honestly, and I'm I'm pretty positive of this is that her idea of being uninhibited like that and being very straightforward and proud and strong. This was not a weak woman being pushed into a part. This was a woman who knew exactly what she wanted to do and did it and showed empowerment at a time before it was popular to show female empowerment on television or movies. Oh, 100%. 100%. Again, like, like I said, she, you know, I, I feel like, you know, people don't, you know, uh, remember that about her so much nowadays right. but you know at the time you know again she was doing things that other women would just it wasn't acceptable yet or it wasn't you know she was she was ahead of her time that's what I guess I'm right. trying I, to say I, absolutely and, and by far not a dumb blonde by any means no oh, oh no I mean means. that's what they they would they would put her in those parts but in real life and Valerie has like a, a really high IQ. She's very, right. she's very smart. She's very um, worldly. You know all those things. You know, I, th- I think she has ADD. <laughs> so that that could have been, you know, that could be thought again, of as again, something I'll else. Say this, I'll say this with love because look, man, I pay attention to seventy-two things at once, and uh, you know, and I've been around Valerie enough to know that yeah, yeah, you know, I think we would both be tagged with that thing proudly. Um, so, yeah. and I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to catch on something there and, you know, and you said she worked with the, with the late, great Bill Bixby and Bill Bixby was incredible and he didn't get enough credit by the way. Um, so, uh, and after this is a piece I'm also going to have to go back and watch again. Uh, but you know, the thing of it is, is with bringing forth that kind of attitude and empowerment and everything else, you know, she was a lot of the times controlling her destiny. I always felt like, even though people thought, well, well, at times they question mark because they put her as the dumb blonde, she always shined through to not, people really realized that she really wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 100%, 100%. You know, and, and also, because, um, you know, you and I talked about it before, you know, I've been going through all of her ar- archives again. You know, uh, in the past like couple of weeks, uh, you know, every uh, interview that she has, like everything that I, I I used for the documentary, right? And every you know, like every one of the interviews that you read, it's all about it's about her sexuality, about how sexy she is, her boobs, her right, all that stuff. And you know, she, you know, that was part of it. That's what she was known for, or, or whatever. But you know, there's even one interview where she's she she's doing it jokingly because they're also doing a photo shoot of her while they're doing the interview. Right. And she's like, "Oh, you guys, it's all you ever want: tits and ass, tits and ass, tits and ass. Why can't you just ask me for something different? I mean, I, I you know, I'm more than that. Why can't you just ask me for ass and tits one time?" <laughs> I love that. I love that. And and I'm and that, and that segues to a great thing. Another beautiful woman from television and movies, uh, Miss Angie Dickinson, says on here that she was the most beautiful woman that she had ever worked with and that, uh, you know, one of the most talented also. 
And I yeah. said, you know, so here you get another icon, you know, from television to movies. And, you know, it was police woman in the day when I was growing up. And yep. uh, absolutely beautiful. And all of a sudden, in, in, in the respect is both the beauty and the art that you get from another Hollywood personality, which at times can be, you know, uh, well, you know, but she completely just, man, it's, it takes a hell of a lot for somebody to sit there and say, man, look, I think she's the most beautiful woman I've ever worked with and in is and is talented as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And, you know, speaking of people that I interviewed for this, um, George Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, George Hamilton, I mean, beyond being an icon and being just being George Hamilton, as we all know, I mean, when I shot him, literally, I, you know, he's like, Ken, what are you going to ask me? I was like, oh, you know, just a little bit of this. He's like, okay. And then I said, I said, all right, I need to test, you know, I just need to uh, record for a minute and test the sound and everything. And I, he said, okay. I said, okay, you know, like, whatever, you know, like, uh, action. I didn't say that, <laughs> you know, so he started, he started, you know, he started going and literally he just talked for five minutes and all I, cause I didn't want to stop him because I thought, wow, he's giving me gold. You know, this right, is amazing. This is great stuff, brother. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't say anything. He just like five minutes. He's like, how's that? And I was like, that's great. And he's like, well, are you ready to do the, do the take now or whatever? And I was like, uh, sure. Same thing. I literally, all I had to say was, what's your name? He's like, George Hamilton. And then he went for 20 minutes and hit everything you can think of. But, but what I wanted, what I was getting at with this was, you know, there's a, there's a line. I don't know if I can't remember if it's in the documentary or not, because everything blurs together with me, but you know, he literally says in one part, he's like, they'll take the sex and the beauty. But he's like, Valerie's got far more to offer than that. And he goes into this thing about yes, that's in the documentary, you know, yes. this really deep, yeah, into this really deep stuff about her. And you're like, you know, it's like, wow, there's a contemporary that, that you know, was a very close friend of hers and saying this, giving her all this praise and like, you know, and being in the industry at that time and knowing all that world and to just say like how amazing she was as an actress uh, and let alone, you know, as, as a person, like, I mean, what a, and the you fact know, that she had, he, he could get lost, you, know, you get lost in her eyes and she's the most beautiful eyes he's ever seen. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, oh, which, 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 which is, but, but, you know, I think that's a personality in her that gets, you know, besides the beauty part of it is, and I mean, obviously being beautiful, but the, the, the part of the way she is, her charm and her personality do shine a lot through her eyes. And, oh yeah, there's that twinkle. There's that. That's uh, there's a mischievousness. I think it's a glow, a, man. I think it's a shine. Yeah, there's just so much uh, behind. It's what it is. There's so much behind the eyes. It comes through. You know, she, she again. It's like someone created their perfect woman. It would be her. You know, and it, the personality and the fun and the spunk and and just everything. Roll. And she could think of. You could take everything from every girl that you that you or attracted to, or you think is, you know, the cat's meow or whatever. Right. And you roll them into one person and that's who you would get. I think the funny thing, I, and, and I, I agree that hits that part. The funny thing with it is, is because if you talk to a person, I'm one of those people that looks right at you when I'm talking to you. Drives some people crazy. But yeah. she does. She looks right back at you. So when, and if she's looking right back at you and engulfed in a conversation, 
with you, man, you're just stuck right there, eye to eye. And it's, first of all, she really didn't, you really know that because her attention, she reacts to everything. And she's very, um, uh, very uh, animated in, in not just hands and stuff like, you know, but she's very animated in, in how her eyes just react to what you say and what she says and everything else too. So I think that that's why her personality comes out so much. Um, and she's and she's also um, she's also invested in the conversation where you know a lot of yes. times if you're you know if you're talking to a celebrity, especially nowadays, you know they're just kind of yeah you know just kind of like it's part of the job. I need to I need to like acknowledge you and then I, I got to move on. But I, with I, her, it's I like have, a, a real thing. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I, and, and I was gonna I was gonna add to that. Forgive me. I, I was saying this. A lot of people have been taught now to look down. It's like walking the red carpet to look down if you really don't have the time to whatever, you know, talk to them or whatever. You look down so you don't make eye contact, and that drives me nuts. Horrible habit, by the way. Don't care who likes it, who doesn't. Horrible habit. Um, but I, I want to say that I want to say that even in the documentary now with Valerie and, and, and going through all the things that she's been going through, you know, she still has such a shine in her eyes. I, I, I just want to say that everything that she still has a light that's there that is just remarkable oh a hundred percent you know that was that was one of the things i i wanted to cap capture was her spirit because she has a spirit yes. you know again the, you know we could have you know there, there's there's different ways you could have done the documentary but i i wanted it i wanted to to, to be as true to valerie and who she is and, and her her spirit and her legacy, that was what it was all about for me. So I didn't want to get into like, because she doesn't ever woe is me because she has Parkinson's. She's never complained. She, you know, she just takes it day by day and, you know, and, and you know, you, you know, trying to live life to the fullest that she can. Right. And that's what I wanted to show because you could have, you know, I could have been like, oh, she, you know, showed some, you know, gone down that, that road of like. Right, the boohooish and. Uh, yeah, yeah, the boohooish. Yeah, that's real, but, you know, she doesn't do that. I mean, that, again, everybody has a bad day, because that's just the way the world is, but, you know, she uh, she she doesn't have that many. I mean, or at least she doesn't she doesn't complain about them. I guess that's, that's, that's the better uh, phrase to use. I think that one of the biggest parts in the documentary, you know, when she talks about, you know, wanting to be a, mo you know, the looking at being a movie star, and, and, and looking at, and, and people... People talking about, you know, having this kind of shine that you have and this coming out and, you know, and her being on set and talented and, and there's never, there's never been a dull moment with Valerie around and, and, oh. and, and that's, I think that that's cool, you know, to sit there and watch paint dry on a movie set can be a long day at the office. You know, you and well, I both, well, uh, you and I both know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of quick little stories that show this again is who Valerie is. Uh, when she shot Slaughterhouse Five, there's a part where she's supposed to jump on the back of Billy Pilgrim, the main, the main guy. And when they did it, somehow she got elbowed or something like really hard because he's she jumps on his back and then they're supposed to fall to the ground. And somehow she got elbowed. Uh, in her boob, right? Right. And, uh, you know, it was like the end of the day and whatever. And so the next day, George Roy Hill, the great George Roy Hill, um, you know, he, he was like, Valerie, how are you feeling? Are you okay? You know, how was your, you know, whatever. 
and she had a robe on because you know she's topless in the, right. in the movie. She opens up her top, and she had, you know, like if you, if you have like a sprained arm, you'll have a sling on it, like around your neck. Right. She she had a sling around her boob, <laughs> as it as she's like, oh, I'm doing much better. I, I think I'll be okay, or something like that. But she put a sling around it, like that's her sense of humor. And um, and then when she did um, Lenny, it is Valentine's Day, and. They were going to do that. There's like this, the big strip number at the beginning of the movie, you know, to kind of introduce her as Hot Honey Harlow. And Bob Fosse came out to her trailer and uh, she answered the door and she had a robe on. And again, it's Valentine's Day. She opened up her robe and she had shaved her pubic hair into the shape of a heart. And she said, I have a heart on for you. <laughs> oh, baby Jesus. Just melted him and everybody else on set and you know and oh and uh, uh, another Bob Fosse one is uh, you know after that movie that movie was you know he put his you know like so much work into that he had a heart attack when it was over so she sent him when he's in the hospital you know for whatever like a few months or whatever a couple right. of months she sent him a life size uh, nude poster of herself <laughs> and it got put up on the wall in his, in his hospital room, and he said, "You know, there's a lot more doctors coming to see me now that that poster's up, and and when they come in, they're not really they're not really that interested in me." <laughs> That's great. I didn't know that one. She, I never heard that one before. That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, that's who she was. I mean, she liked to, you know, believe me. It's time to work. It's work, and she's professional and all that. Absolutely. But you know, she likes to have fun. You know, she likes she likes to enjoy herself, and you know, because she's you know she's at heart, you know, she's she has like a hippie mentality at heart. Right, for sure, you without know? a doubt. And it, <clears throat> so when you when you started filming this, you know, and, and to put this in into you know perspective of her being started, I mean, you have some great 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 guest stars on here to sit there and and, and talk about Valerie. You know, Angie Dickinson, oh, yeah. Angie Dickinson um, Nels Van Patten, uh, Dick Van Patten's son. Um, yeah, uh, Jeff Bridges, Jeff George Bridges. Hamilton. Oh, yeah, the, the Richard Donner, the great Richard Donner. Yeah, Rich, uh, yeah phenomenal Richard away. Donner. Um, uh, Stacey Keach, David Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette. We talked about the great yeah, David Arquette. Love David, you know. I mean, and, and you know, it's funny because David, and I think David put it out there like, uh, you know, in a serious sense, like every kid growing up sit there and said, wow. And then all of a sudden you say, she's beautiful, but then, wow, she can act. You know, yeah. And, no, then, and then you get to know her and then you're like, wow. I think there's stages of Valerie. There's the stages you see her act and through all those stages. First, you see that she's beautiful and everything else. And you see, wow, that she's got talent one spot, then another, then another, then another. And then if, you, if you're fortunate enough to meet her and talk to her and get to know her a little bit, that's a whole other animal of, you know, she just got these layers and, and I, I, I say it's a pleasure, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like with all these people that, you know, that I was lucky enough, uh, you know, to get to interview, uh, and two more just because Lonnie Anderson, another yes. sex symbol and amazing person of the, of the seventies and what she said, which you've seen in that, in the, you know, in that second part of the film is just, 
it's just one of the best parts, you know, coming from, you know, someone, another female of that time that had, you know, a certain stature, uh, just the thing she says is great. And I have to throw in the great Howard Hessman, who we just lost a few months ago, Dr. Johnny Fever, WKRP. Um, but yeah, all those people, um, you know, they just, you know, they, they, you know, like a Jeff Bridges. I mean, that guy is busy. He has tons of things to do, right. you know, but he, he, he respected Valerie and thought so much about her and admired her enough, you know, to give me time. Like I went to his house and, and, and shot him, you know, I, like, I, like, it was like a whole thing and that was very, very, very nice. But like I'm saying, all these people, you know, just had, you know, Valerie has meant so much to so many people, you know, the, you know, they were very lovely and forthcoming to, uh, and generous with their time to do this. Nell said such amazing stuff. And there's, you know, some people that didn't make it into the documentary because, you know, it was going to be a feature. And then I decided to make it a short where it'd be a, a much more powerful piece. But, um, like Alex Rocco, you know, Mo Green from the Godfather, right. like he, he had such a great piece and I, I just couldn't, I, there wasn't a good spot for me to put it in or, you know, I had some of the village people, Felipe Rose, the, the Native American, like right. he was part, you know, I had all these great people, but back to the thing, you know, everybody's like, you know, they're so, um, they just love Valerie so much, you know, they wanted to, to, you know, to, to get, you know, show a little respect for and like, you know, just just uh, show her some love, you know. Now, and, and that's the thing being said that, you know, taking the time and, you know, and, and Jeff and Jeff Bridges and everyone else, you know, George Hamilton and Angie and Lonnie and, and everybody that has taken the time, I think it's because, I mean, even when I, when I you know, and, and Valerie and I have crossed paths over the years many times and, you know, and uh, like I said, I, I think she's a doll. And, uh, and I mean that is a wholehearted compliment um, as a person. And, you know, all the talent and everything else and beauty and everything else comes next, but she's a sweetheart. But, I mean, I, I think that the idea that people take the time, when I saw this, I was like, hey, man, look, this is definitely, without a doubt, something that, you know, I want to give, you know, give a push out to and give some love to because, you know, uh, I think it's a great project. Um, having watched it, I think it was well done, by the way, Stacy, nice job. Um, Thank you. And, you know, the idea that, also, honestly, look, you know, and I don't edit anything, but I will if it's not okay. Look, you know, she's not wealthy, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, it's very costly, even if you are, to have Parkinson's. And, uh, you know, it takes a lot of money to take care of those things and everything else. And I think that it was something that, you know, one, shows a great part of her. I really feel that you brought true projection out on who Valerie Prine is. <clears throat> and I, I feel that she, with high respect and, and uh, everything else, still portrays her as best as she can be um, right now. And uh, I know this has all been shot over a few years and whatnot, but and I know her condition now. And, you know, and, and I'll say this on the air, you know, my prayers are always with her. Um, but I, I say that I think that with a job done that you put this together, I think it's something also that can contribute to getting this out there and getting this marketed. I'd even like to see a part two of this, honestly. 
Um, and you said you had other footage, and I know I know directors yep. and producers of this go, oh my God, there's more work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I mean, you know, just because it is, it is such a great story, I know you got, uh, I know you were on, on uh, you didn't quite make the shortlist for Oscars or the Academy Awards, but I know you were in some type of consideration, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, the movie was was qualified for the Oscars, so, um, you know, we, uh, you know, we got, we got it, we got in, but then we didn't get shortlisted into, like, you know, the, the, the five or six movies that are in consideration, but, you know, for this being my first film, um, you know, that was, uh, I was pretty happy with that, and then, uh, you know, and after, something that came after that that I had no idea about, the film... Uh, is actually it is part of the of the academy's archives, like their permanent archive collection. So m- this movie will be part of the Oscars, the Academy forever. I mean, that's kind of mind blowing. <laughs> now, congratulations Thanks, on that, buddy. I mean, that is absolutely insane. It it, it is uh, you know when you become part of the Academy's library. That's that's pretty badass, dude. That is, and, and you know, being your first first out of the gate, at you know, at, at running the show, which you know, that means you have that. That sounds really important, and I and I don't want to take this away from you because it is, but uh, it be, also means you have twelve hundred hats. <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, uh, but so you know, I mean that with re, with love and respect. But sure. I mean, you know, it just means you worked your butt off ten times as hard to get all that stuff yeah. done. So yeah. to have it on. Okay, you made you made the list. You didn't make the short five, six, ten, whatever, whatever it comes down to that part. And then it that'd be you know, be put into the library is absolutely is is ridiculously awesome. I mean that's that's crazy and and like I said, I mean it's well done. You did a really nice job on it. I like the idea the way it was shot. Um, you know the tongue in cheek stuff's there that only she can put there. I think you portrayed it very well and and you know the other actors and actresses that were on there that spoke about uh valerie and her talent and everything else um they portrayed it very well and because they legitimately care you know that's why it comes across so well is because when people talk about her it's because they legitimately care oh yeah and you know you know again you know i'm i'm i made the movie you know it's a love letter to valerie you know, and I also wanted, you know, I wanted her legacy to live on. Because, you know, when you say her name, it, it goes a couple of different ways. Either people are like, who, who? Who's that? I don't know who that is. Or you'll be like, oh, you know, did you ever see, uh, they might not know Lenny. Or they'll know Superman. They'll be like, oh, Lois Lane. I'm like, no, 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 no. Or, you know, they're right off the bat. They're like, oh, I love Valerie Bryan. She's one of the most talented actresses ever. Oh, she was great in this and this. You know, you get right. all this stuff. But, you know, I wanted I wanted something that would, uh, again, I wanted her legacy to live on. And, you know, to either, I wanted people, because a lot of people always say, what happened to her? Where did she go? And I wanted to kind of either reintroduce her to fans, you know, of hers. That, right don't know kind of what's been going on because she hasn't, you know, she hasn't been in a movie in a long time, but also introduce her to maybe a, a new generation of, of fans to, to her and her work. And the, the, you know, the big, big part of the project was 
and she wanted to do this. You know, she was very open about sharing her Parkinson's disease and, and that battle she's going through, that right. journey. You know, because you've seen it. It's yes. There's some very raw, revealing uh, stuff going on in the film. And you know how it is. Celebrities, usually if they're going through something, you don't hear about it. They kind of They kind of fade away, and then you hear, like, way down the road, oh, they had this, and they passed away. Like, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't really see that many people um, that are, you know, that are in the spotlight, uh, like, you know, like, head on, like, this is what's going on with me. And the reason she wanted to do that, to show those things, it was to give people hope, because there's so many people that are going through, you know, Parkinson's, or any kind of um, uh, illness or mental illness, or if you're just, you know, you can just be going through a rough patch in life. She wanted people to know that you're not alone, you know, that, you know, you can, no matter what happens, keep a positive attitude and just keep trying to go forward. Don't let, you know, something that's going, something that's, that's a negative in your life. Don't let that define you. Try to keep a positive attitude and keep, keep moving forward and i think you know you see it in the film uh you see she does it and i you know several you know a lot of people have seen the movie and you know they say like wow like that just meant so much to me that was that was so inspirational you know and and when you hear those kind of compliments i mean everything's great believe me i like to hear the movie's great and i did a great job and you know how wonderful valor is but when when you touch someone I feel like you really touch their heart and their soul and, and you inspire them. That, that means a lot. And that, you know, I know again, that that was one of the reasons why Valerie, uh, wanted, you know, was good with, with showing that section of her life, you know, that second part of the film, you know, cause you know, it, it is nice to be inspirational and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, being, being sexy and funny and all that's great and, you know, giving people enjoyment. But, uh, you know, being inspirational uh, means a lot to her at this point. Absolutely. And I, and I think she truly does do that. It takes a lot of nerve, guts, and uh, heart. And, and she's not short on any of those. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, and I know I'm preaching to the choir there, but you, you know what I'm saying, Stacy. You know, she's not short yeah. on any of those. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I always sit there, turn around and said, you know, there's a, uh, and I never asked her this because it is, so I hope, I hope it doesn't, doesn't irritate her, but it was, it's funny, you know, she got nominated for a, a Razzie, right? You know, and Burt Reynolds said, oh, yeah. Burt Reynolds said, thank you when he got his, right? <laughs> yeah. She, she was actually, that can't stop the music and that whole thing, that was the very first Razzie's. Right. She was she she was nominated and uh, I think maybe it was Olivia Newton John might have beat her out because it was for like physical, the big, right? Yeah, Xanadu. Those were like the two big movies. I think Can't Stop the Music one is the worst movie. Maybe I can't. I can't remember. I call bullshit on that, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, you got a lot worse. And I don't think that was a bad movie. it wasn't. Nobody was looking at this movie to being. The Godfather, okay? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, some movies are tongue-in-cheek, fun. Some movies are, you know, and it had great music, so, you know, piss well, off if yeah. you didn't like it. Change well, the, the station, well, the, brother, you know? I mean? Well, the problem was 
that Disco literally died in the middle of them making the movie. Like, right. like I think the cover of Time magazine came out and it said Disco is dead. So <laughs> that lot, didn't brother. help. <laughs> you know, that didn't help the film. I mean, there were other issues, but right. yeah, when when like your theme is like, if, you know, if it came out two years before, it'd have been a huge hit. But but I will say. If any of your listeners out there, if they haven't seen it or they haven't seen it in a while, I, 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 can't, I can't stress it enough. Get it. Watch it again. Have it. Watch it on a weekend. Mix up some nice, some nice funny, yummy cocktails <laughs> and watch it because it's literally like you step into a time machine yeah. and you go back to like, you know, 1980. Right. And it's the village people, Bruce Jenner, you know, it's all these amazing costumes, everything's over the top, and like, you know, it's it's this kind of silly movie, but it, it's it's not as bad now, because it's a cult classic, but right. you should, I say revisit it, if you haven't, and just, you know, make it, make it a theme night, have some people over and, and dress you know, dress disco-y. I don't know, but it's it's well worth watching again. I'll tell you this, and I think this will make her laugh. Is that you know, we just went to see uh, the Donna Summer tour, right? And oh, uh, nice, phenomenal show, right? And you know, thank God it's Friday was part of that deal. And people kind of ran all over the movie, whatever. And and but great music. It was it was mm-hmm. a good. It was for what it was supposed to be, you yeah. know. And I think can't stop the music's like that. Great music, first of all. And, and, you know, it's come around and been old enough to be new again, as, as my mom says. But, you yeah. know, the idea is it's supposed to be one of those fun, enjoyable movies, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it is. I'll tell you what, you know, everybody, including her, has said it's harder to do comedy or to do a lot of fun on and, and transfer it through the camera than it is to do a lot of other things. And, man, you know, I, I agree with that. You're an actor. Don't you agree? Oh yeah, it's hundred percent, hundred percent comedy. Comedy is everybody thinks it's easy. Comedy is tough because it's all about timing and right. and all that so, stuff. So you I know, think the idea of it having a good time and having a good time movie, you know, oh, you know, okay, hey, look, you know, I've watched movies 10, 10 million. Somebody said the other day, I'm gonna ask you one, Stacy. Well, I got you on this. So name a movie that you've watched more than ten times that. Right now, if it's on the telly and you go and buy it, it's on the television, you'll stop and you have to watch it right now. Uh, I'll just give you the uh, the first movie that popped in my head because um, there's so many movies that I love that I've seen numerous times. I'll give you two. Okay. First thing that popped in my head is Back to the Future. That yep. movie is always yep. solid. And uh, I'll go an, another way. Um, uh, Midnight Cowboy is one of those movies wow. that, I mean... I gotta watch it, you know, the whole thing, and right. it, you know, I have to sit down and watch the whole thing. I can't watch parts of movies, but yeah, things like that or One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, like, uh, so you, you know, you, the cl- the classics. You're I love, you're I love you're, you, you're you're younger than you're younger than your years, brother. But and it's funny you mentioned <laughs> Back to the Future and and Claudia Wells is a dear friend of the show and been on many times. Oh so, yeah, you know, yeah. love Claudia, and so. But here's here's the thing. So there you go. So you so you say that you know, and I can go into saying. You know, um, you know, Arsenic and Old Lace to Back to the Future is one to Arthur, the original. I can still oh, yeah. do those old ones, you know, if I keep out horror, because I'm a huge horror buff. But if I keep out horror, you can just do several movies you can just fire away. And I think ones with great music, you know, I mean, you sit there and, yeah. and I'll throw on a Can't Stop the Music if it's on or a, or a Saturday Night Fever or whatever else doesn't dig it because, man, the music's there. 
you know, and, and, and then, yeah. you, then you see people you know, and it's a good time, and I think that's what the idea of, I think some of those movies got lost, and I think you've really pointed out the biggest thing that I think no one's ever pointed out to me before is that when Can't Stop the Music came out, you know, <laughs> time and everybody, oh, disco died, yeah, sorry about that. Well, you know, you don't plan on that when you start making a movie that takes, you know, a hundred years to make back then. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, the thing, the thing too with these movies, um, like you said, it's music. What, what it is, the reason that, you know, you enjoy them is, you know, it's like this nostalgic yes. thing, you know, it, it's literally like a time machine. You, you know, you can watch, if you watch E.T., it takes you back to, you know, that moment, you know, right. when you were a kid and you saw E.T., you know, there's this some, those movies, especially like when you're a kid growing up, you know, again, that's why Superman is such, well, just you, such an iconic you're just film. just saying that, and I was going to say Superman, when, 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 if I go past, you know, see Christopher Reeves there, or, or you know, and, and matter of fact, no joke, the last time, which was about six months ago, Superman's on. I'm actually, when she's soaking wet, when Valerie's soaking wet, standing there, that's actually when I turned up, when I, when I was gone through the channels and stopped. Uh, perfect, perfect. You know, oh, I have, to, I have to tell you my, uh, I have to tell you my Valerie story. Uh, Fire away. Well, I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll tell you now. So, okay, so, um, you know, I, I've met Valerie, Valerie, we were neighbors. We right. bumped into each other walking dogs years ago and, and that whole thing. And then we bumped into each other again, which did I, I told you that story about, uh, I didn't know who she was. Oh no, share it. Please, share, please do. Oh, I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. So no, I know, so anyway, I know it, but please share it to our listeners. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I, anyway, the first time I, I ran into Valerie, I was walking my dog and she was walking hers and we kind of bumped into each other. Uh, and it was our dog said hello, and then we went our separate ways. And then maybe a week and a half later, she I bump into her again, and we start talking. And you know, you know, I mean, I she had the big floppy hat and the sunglasses yes. on, Valerie Perrine style. And uh, yes. and you know, and I, I, you know, I, I kept thinking, like, wow, you know, she's a really good looking lady. And I had this whole like backstory that I made up. I was like, oh, because I'd see her backing out her big suburban. <laughs> and I, and I thought, oh, you know, her husband must have passed away. You know, she's really a good-looking lady. You know, she probably drives that. You know, it reminds me of her, her, her husband. You know, I had this whole thing, and I was right. so far off. But um, so anyway, we're we're, we're chatting. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're, you're a great do? judge of reading people, there, brother. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, I was I was way off, man. So um, so you know, I'm kind of like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, I'm an actress. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm an actor. And then we chat, and then she goes, um. You know, I take my dog to the secret place on these on these walks that nobody knows about. It's beautiful there. Do you want to? Would you want to take your dog sometime? You know, because she's a huge dog lover. Yes. I mean, I animal lover in general, but yes. but dogs for sure. And I was like, yeah, that that sounds cool. You know, and this is before there weren't iPhones. You know, this is still like flip phone days. This is like two thousand six. Right. And um. So I didn't have a phone on me because I, I was coming back from a run and she gave me, she was giving me her email address and we chatted some more and it was her name, right? We chatted some more and then I was like, I'm sorry, like I'm really bad with names. Um, and this is how, this is how long ago this was. It was a Hotmail address. It was like Valerie Prime at Hotmail. <laughs> And so I still have goes, one of those. <laughs> oh wow! Dude, wow, that, that's a relic. That's a time machine right there. That's why I keep it because I'm a pack rat. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, so then she, you know, she goes, "Do you know what IMDb is?" And I was like, "Of course, I'm an actor." 
<laughs> and then she, then she says, uh, she goes, did you ever see the movie Lenny? And I was like, oh, well, I kind of know what it is. I've, I've never seen it. And she literally goes, did you ever see Superman? I was like, yeah. She was like, I was Miss Tessmacher. I go, oh, okay. I know who you are. Sure, sure. And the funny thing about this is this is this is what made me think of it when you were telling your story about walking past the TV. I'd say a year before that I had a horrible cold and I, I keep going. Like I don't I don't rest and it was a Sunday and I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna chill out, watch movies and, and you know, and, and kinda feel better. Right. I put Superman in, you know, and I'd seen it, you know, a hundred times or whatever. Right, right, right. I'm watching it, and you know, when she comes on, she's doing something, and this thought literally pops into my head. I wonder what ever happened to that lady. <laughs> oh, no. And then she literally lived, uh, a, a, like, one building over from me, and we met like a year later. That so. is great. Yeah, I, I love this story, so I'm so glad you shared it with with our audience because you know you and I were chatting last week, and and I love that because it, it's kind of. The idea of Valerie being in a documentary now, I think, first of all, is a fantastic idea. And and that's not just saying, because I'm partial here, but I think it's a fantastic idea because she has a career that and, 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 and is a person that's worthy of, you know? Yeah. And I think that the idea of you also showing that, you know, the heart and soul that she has, um, even going through the battle that she's going through, I, I think is definitely gives hope and it also shows that uh, you know you can put up one hell of a fight because I know she's one hell of a fighter yeah no 100% like this film is literally the bookend to her amazing life her career and just you know her journey if you, would, you know if you would say to me um, why I would want to watch this, if I didn't know much about Valerie Perrine, what would be your soundbite? Legitimate soundbite, not not a movie soundbite. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Uh, why would we want to watch this? Um, let's see. Uh... That's good, man. Um, I, I, you know, you know, we didn't rehearse this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we totally didn't rehearse this. Um, uh, wow. Um, what would I, what would I say to get somebody to watch some movie they didn't know who she was? I would just say, you know, if, if, you know, it's a story that. Wow, I'm really gonna fuck this up. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, I just say it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a story about a, an amazing person who's had an incredible life that you won't, you, you can't even put it into words. You, you literally have to, have to dip your toe into, into this documentary to, to, to just get a taste of, 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 of what a life lived and a life lived that well, uh, could be like, you know, I mean, you know, here's the thing. It kind of goes with your, your question, but, when Bob Fosse says you're the greatest actress he, he's ever worked with, he's ever directed, I mean, you can't get a much higher accolade than that. I mean, that just pretty much lays lays it out. 
you know, that's a that, that that's her as a person as well, just not her as an actress, you know. Right, right. You know, I mean, again, I, again, it's it's literally like if if somebody would have to create her, like if they wrote this down, you think that's the most brilliant writer ever that they 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 they've they've created this person and they've lived all these different lives, but they've made it's one person, you know. Right. I I think honestly. That uh, to add to what you said, I, which which is very hard to, and I'm, I'm almost never lost for words, but I'm going to say it like this. And I know I caught you off spot, but that's just kind of how I am, you know, that. Um, yeah. But I think it's because it's hard to put it all together in one spot because she's multifaceted, you know, uh-huh. kind of like that idea of, you know, shines like a diamond, but not as a, not as a cell tag, you know, and to lay it out there, her life, her career... They're very intertwined. What you see is what you get in many ways. And uh, in a loving part, I, I wouldn't want to cut her off the highway because I know what she'd tell me. But, <laughs> you know, but I mean, uh, but as far as a, 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 a loving, talented, beautiful person and woman that's, you know, strong and pushed empowerment before the days were started, so to speak. You know, we're yep. very few women that treaded. I think that that's uh, something in, uh, that also gives you a, a lot of hope, not a glimmer of hope, a lot of hope. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree a thousand percent, a um, thousand percent. Is, as far as the fact of you, what's the proudest part of this uh, movie that you've made? You know, I'm going to tell you, uh, I mean, and this is, it's weird because you couldn't pick a better person as your subject. Because again, like you said, she's multifaceted. She has all this stuff. She's, right. uh, you know, she's incredible and, and all that. And, you know, all these archives that she had and all the stuff I had to pull from. But there's all that. But the best part of the film to me was just me spinning, you know, getting, get, getting to, I spend time with her all the time. That's, that's different. Right. But to, to, to like, just get into all of, all of these archives and all the stuff and get, you know, get to know her in a different way. But again, that's movie stuff, but I'm t- it's a sentimental thing is what I'm trying to get to. Like, like I've been going through stuff, uh, archives, the past couple of weeks for something else of hers. Right. And, you know, I, I'm going through this stuff. And again, she's, you know, she's progressed since this thing started. So yes. you have to think I have years of footage and everything and yes. going through that and looking at stuff I shot, you know, eight years ago or four years ago. And, and right. then today, you know, there's, you know, there's a, there's a, there's sadness because, you know, you see that decline and you forget about it if you're seeing it every day, but to go back and and it's different than seeing her in a movie because this is real life and me being with her. But, um, you know, I, I think one of the good, the best parts about it is that, you know, you know, we got to, we got to do something together and got to, I got to experience Valerie in other ways that, that, I, I wouldn't normally get to. Wow, that sounded weird, didn't it? No, no, it sounded legit, dude. But, it sounded legit. 
And we'll put the weird, but, but, we'll put the weird music but, to it later. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but what I, what I want to say is this. Like, here's the thing. Like, I'm lucky because one day Valerie's not going to be here. Right. And I have this treasure trove of, of footage, footage that I've shot of her with her, you know, me, me on the other side of the camera, talking to her, you know, asking her questions. Like, she, I mean, she said this to me in one of the, uh, in one of the clips and it really hit me cause I saw it the other day and I, I hadn't seen it, you know, since I shot it. Right. And so, you know, I said to her, I'm like, why did you, why did you want to do the documentary? And she's in, you know, laying in bed, you know, and she looks at me and says, I wanted to do it because I knew it would be good for you. And I knew it would be good for us. Damn, you got my allergies going now, bro. Uh, yeah, no, I am. I'm telling you, man, no. Even just saying it right there, like it's, uh, it hits me, you know? And I mean, it's, I don't know what I felt when she said it, when I shot it, but seeing it, literally like i said last week or whatever it was right. it just it just like hit me in you know like in a whole different way and i you know got me you know got me you know sure. all, all misty eyed you know because it's just such a honest from the from the heart thing you know and you know uh, we love last week when you told you know? me it last week when you told me it i i i got i got i got i got had a frog in my throat there for a minute you know, as we as you and I were talking, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna change off on a good part of this here is just for a couple seconds as we wind this up. Um, now this is this is gonna be great because I know I I know I know her and I've got to know you a little bit. So the funniest time filming this that you got her to laugh. Oh, it's probably gonna be the other way around. It'll be her getting making me laugh. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, she likes her pot. <laughs> so we you know there was sometimes when you know i i would be like eh, she's not really want to, she's not super chatty here i'll give her some pot you know so <laughs> you know she would say some pretty some pretty funny stuff in there right right um same thing like i saw some stuff last week and i i totally forgot about it um uh, geez, I mean, there's so many times I'm trying to like I isolate wanted, like one thing. Just lit up and glowed, and man, had a badass time. Are you are you guys laughed watching it or something? You know, something she went back yeah. and you know, watched with you that just uh, you know, without giving away much of the documentary here, but or, or just something you just shared together that just made her, you know, that she just enjoyed and beamed over. Um, I mean, it's the things I'm thinking of are more like you know, almost more like sentimental things, like. Um, like, okay, you know, there's a spot in there where um, we go see the last movie she did. Okay. And, you know, they they ask her, you know, she gets on the mic in her wheelchair and she holds the mic, you, you know, and she's shaky. And, you know, she says, you know, this will be the last movie I ever do. And, you know, I went out with a bang. She says all that stuff is amazing. You know, it's like so good. But when we... I. The theater was close to uh, like our neighborhood, right. so I push her in her wheelchair, and we go and we watch the movie together. And um, you know, there's just something we, you know, we held, you know, I held her hand. There was something being very supportive, of, you know, just something really nice about that. We were there together for this thing. Um, uh, this is, 
a little different, but there was, this is actually before we shot, but it is a sweet little thing that I just want to say. Um, we had gone to some autograph thing. I think we were in Smallville, Illinois, or somewhere like that. It was a Superman thing. And we got on the plane, and I started having some sort of like an anxiety attack, and I never had one. And I was just feeling all like, you know, those things are crazy. I was like, I don't know right. if I'm having a heart attack. I don't know what's going on. I'm, and she like calmed me down, and she was like, you know, kind of rubbed me on the back, and she, you know, just, you know, making me, you know, feel okay. And then she says to me, she's like, you take care of me all the time. Let me take care of you right now. It, those are those are more the things that like stand out to me. Or those those like special moments like that. I mean, there's plenty of things where we, you know, oh yeah, okay. Uh, if you want something kind of funny, we did do a thing where she was in bed. There were two things. This is pretty funny. I would get her to, uh, I would say an emotion, and she would like make the face. Mm-hmm. You know, like show me anger. And she'd do this weird thing, or show me love, and then she'd do this little puppy dog thing, you know, because you tell her what you want as a director, and she could do it. Right. You know, and I would just throw out the weirdest thing, you know, show me an upset stomach, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and she would just give you, like, you know, these things, and, like, really, you know, if it was serious, she'd give this really serious look. And right. Like, like I guess those are, that, that's, that's, that was pretty funny. Like, I'd do that for a while. And then I'll say the kind of the last little silly thing that comes to mind is, the old commercials where I've fallen and I can't get up. Right. So, you know, she was, you know, she's in bed and she has one of those little life alert things on. And we did, you know, I'd be like, Valerie, you know, when this documentary comes out, you know, maybe, maybe if life alert knows you have a thing and they, you know, maybe they'll reach out and you can be their new spokesman. I was like, what, do the line. <laughs> and so there she is in, in bed and then she handed it up and she'd be like, I- I've fallen. I can't get up or whatever, and she, you know she totally like get into the thing and right. she's so hard, right, right. Yeah, and then we would start laughing about it. Those are like the funny things, and you I know, that, like man. I said, a couple of a couple of sentimental pieces that uh that stand out to me. I love that. And there's two last things, if you don't mind, if real quick we can touch sure. on. Um, one, and I didn't know this, and I knew a lot about Valerie, and you know, and and, and everything else, but but she was actually supposed to be. At Sharon Tate's party? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you see it in the movie. A lot of, most people don't know it because I think, uh, you know, it just wasn't some uh, wide, wide thing. She didn't really talk about it. Um, but yeah, she was dating Jay Sebring, the hairdresser, and she was supposed to go to Vegas with him. I mean, uh, she was supposed to go to Sharon. She was in Vegas working. Right. She was supposed to go... To, um, you know, because it wasn't like a big thing; it's just a little, a little, uh, like a little yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was supposed to go, and at the last minute, uh, the girl who was gonna, um, you know, like work her shift, like filling for uh, her showgirl stuff, she got sick, and uh, she couldn't work, so Valerie had to stay in Vegas, and. Well, we all know what happened after that. Right. So, yeah, it's well, really crazy. Well, looks like looks like God had bigger things for her, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, it just, it just it's just a crazy thing. And, and the other thing is, man, so please tell me, and I appreciate you taking the time, man. I know we went way over time here on this, but, I mean, sure. I, it's just been such a wonderful thing to talk about. 
and and the project, and I've really enjoyed it. And probably because I, I I know we ordered some pizza, and I think we're I'm gonna probably watch it again uh, in just a little bit. Uh, Thank you. But oh no, I appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate you taking the time. But uh, where can where can everybody see this? Okay, so the movie, if you go to ValerieMovie.com, all of the um, all of the links are there. Um, but hold on, I'll tell you exactly where it all is because I'm kind of like all over the place. Uh, uh, hold on one second, I'll tell you where it is. Um, it is on for like streaming. Um, it's on iTunes, Apple TV, Google Play, YouTube. Um, I, you can buy it on, on some of those too. And also, if, you, if you're old school or a cinephile and you want DVDs, you can get the hard copy DVD. You can get that on Amazon, Walmart, and uh, Barnes and Noble. I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna be buying one of those myself. Uh, yeah, they're, they're fun. They're fun to have. But yeah, if you, if you go to ValerieMovie.com, that that that's the easiest way to find the links to whatever. Um, and uh, hopefully, it'll be. Uh, it'll be like an, on Amazon Prime at some time. Uh, I thought it was already going to be there, but um, there was some kind of little snafu, so we'll see. But that's where it is right now. And then secondly, I think you maybe you're going to ask me this, but I'll, I'll cut you to the chase, uh, beat you to the chase. Um, <laughs> because we talked about, you know, her health and everything. And, you know, um, I set up a GoFundMe for her yes. because to help with her... Um, it, you know, the, all, whatever money uh, goes into that goes to for her healthcare needs, and you know, it's all it all it all goes to her. It all helps out with with you know just her her everyday her expenses, living, yeah. her everyday yeah, her everyday expenses. Because like you said, everybody thinks, oh, movie star, you live in Beverly Hills, you're rich. It's like that doesn't last forever. So especially you know, it's, when you have you know, a condition like Parkinson's. Yeah, you know, you have to have you have to have uh, caregivers and stuff, and um, so yeah. So there is a GoFundMe, and you can either go to ValerieMovie.com. There's a link there, or if you go to GoFundMe, you can put in her name, Valerie Perrine. And uh, I'll say this for me to everybody out there, and I know that you know she she appreciates it as well. But you know, if if anybody does want to contribute and uh, to help her out, like. It's much, much appreciated. You know, it, it is a, um, you know, the, the way the world is now. And, and you know, uh, I mean, even if you have health insurance, there's all these other things that, that right. you don't think about, you know, just everyday things that all of a sudden you're like, wow, um, it's just expensive to live, you know. So yeah, I, hope, yeah. I hope you don't mind me saying, but I mean, sure. she has caregivers seven, seven days a week. I mean, you know, she yeah, get yeah. over seven days a week. So that's a great cost, and there's deductibles, and there's everything else to it. Like all of us have for deductibles and everything else. So I mean, you know, that's that's not cheap. Caregiver seven days a week. So I mean, you know, every little bit helps. Every little bit helps, and like I said, I, I'll go ahead and everybody that is does contribute or think is thinking about it. Uh, really, from the bottom of my heart, like thank you. Uh, it's much appreciated, and I know that Valerie would uh, would blow you all a big kiss and, and give you a hug if she could. Absolutely, without a doubt. 
I appreciate you coming on, Stacey, man. It's been a true pleasure. Man, you and I just kind of hit it off the other day, and we kind of went off to the races, but I really appreciate you coming on. I, I'd love to have you come back on again. Where can everybody sure, find you? It. As you know, you're a director, you're a producer, you're an actor. Where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, the easiest place to find me is uh, Instagram. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good on there. So it's uh, Stacy Souther. It's just my name. Uh, so it's S T A C E Y S O U T H E R. So think of Southern, but take the N off. Yeah, I uh, that up the other day. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's me. And if you want to follow Valerie, yes, please. which uh, everybody should, uh, Twitter's good. Uh, it's the Val Perrine. Uh, Instagram, she's Valerie Perrine Official. And if you're Facebook, you can find her that way, too. Just put in Valerie Prine, and there's a Valerie Prine fan page, too. But she's, she's pretty easy. Don't look for the blue check, because we're having the hardest time to get her little blue check on... Uh, on like Twitter and Instagram, it's it's right. been a hassle. Like you think it's like you send in like you know ID and everything. It's like oh that's the person, but it's it's really tough. So but yeah, it's really her. You'll see her and and she posts some really fun stuff. And it's, yes, she it's, does. She she's 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 funny. Like it, she's a good person to follow. I think that without a doubt, and I think she'd absolutely love to see a big boost in her following. I think that that'd make her day and. And uh, everything else, I think when people watch this, they'll gain a whole new respect for the person and the career of Miss Valerie Prine. Yeah, I, I do want to add one thing. This is just something from me. Um, if, if anybody out there listening, if, if you have a family member or a friend or anybody like that who, who is going through something, who, you know, uh, Parkinson's, can cancer, like you, you just whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Make time to go visit them. If it's for 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Uh, that means a lot to somebody if they're, if they're or, or stuck at home and they're, you know, when they're, and they're not feeling well. Um, just because I know from experience uh, with her, you know, a lot of times down the road, like people stop coming around. Like if right. somebody doesn't doesn't feel well, and it's again, it's just it's the smallest things that we that we take for granted when you know when we're healthy. Something like that, I'm telling you, it's just a, a little something to leave you guys with. Like if you know somebody that isn't feeling well, go by and go by and see them. Take them a cupcake or something. You know, it's, it, again, it's like that could that could lighten up that person's whole day and, and that, that, that could be the best part of their day. And it, and it was such a little thing to, to give, you know, from your, you know, a, a, a small amount of time and it meant so much to somebody else. I think that's, I think it's a great way to wind up. Ladies and gentlemen, Stacy Souther, go check them out everywhere. Um, Valerie, the movie, it, it's a fantastic documentary. Um, I, I think I like the way you said it best. It's a love letter to Valerie, and I think that's absolutely, uh, and I think it uh, is her love letter to the fans. Oh, agreed. I agree a hundred percent. You know, I mean, without 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 the fans, I mean, I mean, it's not you. You, you wouldn't be where she wouldn't be where she is without the fans. But she would still be Valerie Perrine and her crazy, kooky, beautiful self. Absolutely, without a doubt. Look, you make sure to give her a big hug for me. 
you give her love from me and, and all our listeners out there, 67 countries, man. You guys reach out, go check out Valerie, the movie, Valerie.com. And I'm telling you, man, this is this is really an Val- awesome documentary. Valerie, ValerieMovie.com. ValerieMovie.com. I'm sorry. Thank you, brother. That's why I got you here for. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. No problem. I have it written down. I just didn't. Yeah, I kind of made a left and a right there. But ValerieMovie.com. Go check it out. It's a fantastic documentary. And uh, if you didn't know who Valerie Prine was, trust me, you'll be a better person after for it. Thank you so much, Stacy, for taking the time. All right. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Lifebox Media Channel. We are out.